Hello and welcome today to Gratitude Sandwich. Today's guest is Dr. Melissa Laborski. Dr. Laborski is the founder of Indie Healing Center. In her practice, she integrates the ancient wisdom of Chinese medicine with modern science. She believes that at the center of our being is the ability to heal at the deepest level. Through reawakening our healing center, we connect deeply with our body and expand our understanding of the role of emotions and beliefs in healing. Thank you. 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 So welcome, Dr. Lewis. How are you today? I am fantastic. (laughs) You got a really good day. Good. (laughs) Awesome. So I can't wait to hear more about, even if you want to share a little bit more with us about what you do, because it's so interesting. Your intro is like so interesting. You want to just tell people a little bit about that too. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, actually, my my gratitude very much connects into what I do. So my training is unique in the field of acupuncture and that what I do, I learned directly under a, a Taoist master. So 10 years ago, um, as they say, when the student is ready, the master appears. I was living out east and was at a point in my own experience where traditional Western medicine was no longer my path um, for my own healing and for whatever I was going to bring into the world for patients. And I didn't really know where I was going. I just knew it it was something about connecting with the mind, with the body, and maybe even beyond that. So my my husband's aunt was a student of Qigong with this master in New York City. And she was talking to me about a program he was doing training uh, for medical Qigong, Chinese energy medicine. And she had given me the information at Thanksgiving, just like, and had this conversation. And you have to understand that at the time, I didn't know what Chinese medicine was, didn't, had never really spoken about the concept of energy, um, no idea what Qigong or any, you know, I didn't know how to say it at that point. So I took the brochure. I did not immediately trash it. And I didn't even know where I stuck it, but it was two weeks later, I was looking for the trash and recycling information. And it was literally stuck inside that and it fell onto the floor. And I I picked it up and there was enough of me that was like, this is my path. I've got to do this. And I called um, the wait, 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 wait. the training. Yeah, go ahead. So wait, your aunt tells you about it. You yes. stuff the information away, kind of not really thinking about it. And it falls right. out totally unconsciously. Yeah. Two weeks later. Yep. And feel a different kind of connection to it in the two weeks that it's been sort of sitting with your recycling information. <laughs> right. Well, what I what I ended up figuring out later is going through that training, I had so much junk I had to move and recycle and move through in order to get to that level, as I spoke to before, like, what is it that I'm really going to be doing in the world? You know, how is my work transformed? How am I, how am I transforming? And that's really what 
got launched um, with TNT when I started that training 10 years ago, <laughs> 10 and wow. a half years ago. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the first things that, uh, you know, we, we arrived at this training and I, we were given a little book where we could write notes. And on the back of the book, it said at the spiritual level, there is no disease or illness. There's only undiscovered purpose. Mm. And my whole being was like, I have no idea what that means, but I know that it is my truth. And it's, it's the truth of what I'm going to be bringing into the world. Um, and another evolution, a different way of saying that is, um, there are no accidents and that everything is happening for a reason and everything is happening for our highest good. So how can we connect into that good? You know, whether it's something that's happening to us physically, emotionally, everything is there for a purpose and a reason. So my, my gratitude that I'd like to share for today is that the moment of receiving that message and what's happened since then of taking it from like, okay, that's, that's information, you know, that's wisdom and then embodying that as a practice, living that as a practice over and over and over again. And every, you know, all the different opportunities from small to big um, that could come my way. So one of the reasons why I'm feeling so especially amazingly good today is because there's been a huge, a huge shift um, in the health and well-being of my little boy. I have four kids oh, and wow. my little guy's 12. So again, I can express gratitude for having an understanding of cycles. So 12 is a huge cycle for us because every 12 years we land in our animal in the Chinese Zodiac. So it's a huge spiritual, like the whole universe is aligned with you with trying to help you figure out what's going on, what you need to move. So it can be really intense physically and emotionally when you're going through that experience. And even with children, so my little guy, um, one month ago, it was July 31st, he tends to emotionally get overwhelmed sometimes. And then he physically literally will throw it up, just let it go, throw it up and moves through it pretty Aww. quickly. It's gotten much better as I've started to engage different ways of talking to him about stuff, um, which again, that's other threads of massive gratitude to people who have helped me <laughs> over the, it, this has been going on since he was eight, you know, so a long time. Oh, but um, anyway, usually when he would have these periodic episodes, he'd be over it within 24 to 48 hours. So this one wasn't. It was he got stuck and it went from just a little vomiting to kind of a sinus infection, which from a Chinese medicine perspective, I knew was still his stomach getting stuck. And so it was still I was trying to work with him and just help him move his symptoms. But it was almost two weeks in that something changed and he woke up in the middle of the night. Um, again, having my other framework, I knew that it was something going on with his lungs because of the timing and the hour that he suddenly woke up with a fever, started coughing. And after like two days in that zone, I was like, oh my gosh, something, something got really stuck and it's moved from his stomach to his lung. So my gratitude is that through all this intense processing that he was going through, um, you know, using that framework of 
This is not a disease or an illness. This is an under, this is undiscovered purpose. It isn't that I'm not going to, you do everything I can to help him shift this, but I'm using that lens to keep, keep myself open to the bigger picture and not drop into a fear, panic, worry state, you know, while I'm still taking action and supporting him through that, um, just staying open to that wisdom. And I knew knowing he's in his 12th year, knowing that for him, this has always been about overwhelm, worry, anxiety. He's trying to move a stuck pattern, a huge Mm. stuck pattern for himself and, uh, you know, other interconnections with, um, our relationship, you know, dating back to in utero time. So long story short, um, it's not going to be short. <laughs> he got That's okay. With, That's okay. <laughs> he got diagnosed with bilateral pneumonia. Oh my. So I took him, I, he doesn't, we do have a regular practitioner, but you know, I don't, I don't go there very often because he tends to stay quite well. I took him to an urgent care that I was quite comfortable with and, you know, they checked his oxygen levels. He was 84%, which is, you're supposed to be 99 to 100. And I just, I could feel myself again, holding that space of whatever's happening here, it's happening for good. And I'm going to do everything I can to support the, you know, processing. And at this point too, another, um, another point to reflect on my appreciation is having both sides, you know, being truly integrated and in that I have a Western medicine training. I have my Eastern medicine foundation. I have both together. And he gave me the opportunity to really allow myself to peacefully integrate them because he literally required it for his, for his life at that moment. He, I mean, if I didn't take that course, we were going to land ourselves in, in the hospital. So that was just like, he taught me so much. Um, because I would say when I first 10 years ago, you know, when I first started opening to the Chinese medicine, there was part of me that wanted to take Western medicine and put it way far away. So I could really dive in and open up to this other framework. Um, so this is, it's been a movement back, back, back towards a, an integration of the two. So he went on antibiotics and, um, I actually was traveling to Europe. I had delayed my trip by five days. I was gone for 10 days during the time I was gone. He was also diagnosed with mono Oh, on top of the pneumonia. Yes. So I, my feeling is it probably was already there and was, you know, having his immune system be down, it allowed things to get in again, knowing, all right, so we've got all these different things going on. Am I going to go down the path of freaking out (laughs) and thinking, what did I do wrong? I shouldn't have, you know, whatever, whatever my mind games could have played. Right. Just kept anchoring myself. And this is, this is happening for a higher purpose. There's so much wisdom that's being held within this experience for him. There's so much healing. Um, So the fact was that for that 10 days, you know, I wasn't the active participant in, you know, helping to care day to day. So, you know, my in-laws who of course were freaking out, <laughs> he, he was receiving it's always an option, right? it's always <laughs> an option to freak out. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I can't blame them at all. They, 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 they were wonderful for him. So he, you know, he received Motrin to keep his fevers down and to help him with pain, which Motrin is wonderful. Don't get me wrong. There's a time and space to use it, but there's that from the Eastern perspective and framework, I also knew, let me just explain kind of basically with Western medicine, 
when we see something come up, we want to fight it and push it down. So whether we're using antibiotics or we're using anti-inflammatories or antihypertensives, that's the concept. From a Chinese medicine perspective, it's like, how can we um, optimize the body's functioning so we can let it out? Yes. Hey, so what are you pushing down and ignoring that's going on in your life right now? Is it maybe sleeplessness or lack of rest? Well, I've got something for you right over at my website. Head over to lauribisser.com and download my free yoga nidra meditation. You can even listen to this one while you're falling asleep and it will still provide benefits to you of improved rest. Yoga Nidra is an ancient practice and what's super cool, it's said that one hour of Yoga Nidra is equal to four hours of sleep to the body. Crazy, right? This meditation is not even an hour long. I think it's right around 11, 12 minutes. So go check it out now. Again, that's lauribisser.com download that yoga nidra meditation right at the bottom of every page of my website. Yes, we can release that. So that's been again to go to that dance of how can I do both of those things because he needs both of those things (laughs) in order to help him through this. So um, can I pause you for one second? Yeah, yeah, really interesting. And I, and this may be a blanket statement that we can't even make, but it's my understanding that a lot of the things like antibiotics and like, you know, even Motrin can sometimes actually, you know, not let you heal in the way that you, you know, you could and maybe cause more issues with the gut or other, other areas of the body that, you know, basically compound the original problem. Is that true in some cases at least, or is that just nonsense? (laughs) No, 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 it's definitely not nonsense. Um, And I think that the important thing is to realize that there is a time and place for using different Western approaches and medications, but you can't use them unconsciously. I mean, once you open up to seeing the bigger picture, I, I, you realize you can't use it unconsciously. You have to, you have to know when to start, when to stop. Um, You have to know ways to support the body to release side effects. So that's again, one of the um, wonderful gifts about having the Chinese medicine foundation is that using acupuncture, acupressure, energy work and herbs, I can optimize the body's functioning. So even if he has to receive antibiotics, he can do so in a way that won't create so many um, side effects for the gut. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So when you, rolling back just a little bit to the beginning before I I hit play again on your story, um, you said in the beginning that when he was beginning to get sick back in July that, you know, or end of July that you were working with him. When you say you're working with him, were you uh, using... um, Oh my gosh, I just drew a blank. Were you using mostly herbs or were you, what were you, what modalities were you using? Acupuncture? Yeah, during, during, you know, he's not always receptive to acupuncture and that's an understatement. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I do have a technique um, called Qigong Meridian Therapy, which is an acupressure exercise that I do on him that helps to, um, you know, move the energy through the meridians and give him an overall immune system boost. Wow. So I was doing that. And then also um, I have uh, energy work, which is called medical Qigong. So that was that initial training that I um, was trained in 10 years ago. So that 
that is a hands-off energy work. And the energy in that uh, during those treatments goes directly into the meridians and it's highly intuitive. So it's, it's helping to go wherever it's needed to help him to heal. Um, I was using herbs. Um, I did get to the point where I called the master because I'm like, okay, help. <laughs> this is this is overwhelming for me. Oh, and so yeah. we made a few shifts from what I was doing um, based upon what he saw, um, just really nurturing, nurturing his digestive system and nurturing his overall immunity and his kidneys because he was going to need those antibiotics. Mm. Um, and yeah, and also I used healing foods and teas. So I, I have something called Damn. magical ginger, which is a ginger and astragalus and red date that helps to build mm -hmm. immunity, uh, build the gut energy. Um, I have cold prevention tea. So I, all my, I was using every, every angle that I could from my, from my Chinese medicine approach. I was trying to support him being able to release what had become stuck, wow. any pot, you know, anything. I would. <laughs> In the form that of those, or was that always tea or is it also like a supplement that you used with him or? Yeah. So the traditional herbs that I use in my practice are in tablet and capsule form. So, yeah. And then the teas are, um, they're in tea bags, but they're combinations of different herbs. I see. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm caught up. Thank you. <laughs> you are welcome. You are welcome. So you're in Europe. I was in Europe. I got, I actually got back on Tuesday night late. So this week, oh my and God. and then on Wednesday evening, he started to spike a fever around five, oh. and I I said something to my nanny, and and so you know it became clear that like okay this is the point where he, he would get Motrin. I'm like okay tonight we're not going to do that. So he got up to about one oh one, and it did not last very long. It was maybe a couple of hours where he stayed up, and then um, the fever went away. And then at four a.m. Again, I, I mentioned before timing. Timing is really important in Chinese medicine. Every two hours, there's a different organ that's in charge. So knowing the timing of when something shows up gives you great insight into what, what organ is trying to move stuff. Question. So, yeah. <laughs> I, that's amazing. So I was good. I actually have a note here that would go back and ask you about that. You said, because based on the hour and the day that something happened in the beginning, that's so interesting. So obviously your time zone makes a difference, right? Or does, does it shift per time zone? Do you see what I'm saying? Right. It's well, it's where you're at. And then it gets a little tricky when you travel because you're, you're playing catch up and you're kind of between time zones, which is a whole nother energetic twisty thing that your body wow. has to go through. So. so you've got this, you've got this uh, movement of dominance in the organs then that happens. Right. So basically a, a, each organ gets a two hour window to be in charge. Wow. <laughs> so wow. when you, you have stuff going on um, at a specific two hour window, whether it's a fatigue or a headache or nausea or something, it's, it's really that organ trying to, to catch your attention. Or if you're asleep and you wake up. So that's a big one, especially for ladies, including myself. We have an organ called the liver. Uh, well, everybody knows about the liver, but <laughs> from a spiritual, energetic, emotional perspective, it's a huge one in Chinese medicine because it's the organ that's about um, handling stress, frustration, tension, and it's about our creative expression. And so, what's so our the liver, hour? <laughs> yeah, the liver is three to five a.m. <laughs> I could have guessed. 
Or excuse me, no, no, one to three. Pardon me, one to three. <laughs> three had one to be to in three. there. It's like eleven to one is the gallbladder, the liver's partner. One to three is the liver. Three to five is the lung. So um, yeah, so the, our liver could wake us up because we're overstressed. Mm-hmm. You know, tension's not moving. Our liver could wake us up because we're in a huge creative like woo, and it's just like it's like a child waking you up. So for my boy, um, after he defervesced from his fever, he woke up at 4 a.m. So he was in the long hour and he just started vomiting, like huge vomiting. And he vomited from 4 to 6 a.m. So he was in that the lung hour into the large intestine and they're paired, they're partners. Um, so again, he had had pneumonia. So I knew he was getting the energy of the pneumonia out and his digestive system stuckness. So we're in, this is yesterday, <laughs> just to give you a time frame. Wow. Yesterday. So he was throwing up pretty, really, really intensely until six. And then he kind of had a break and he would do it every once in a while. Again, this takes me back to my gratitude that as a mama, if I didn't have this, this grounded center of this is happening for a reason, this is happening for good. I would, you know, who knows where my, I would have been in terms of my emotions and my presence, but I was just anchored. I was the anchor of what was going on. Like, this is good. And me being the anchor for that allowed him to release the expression and not get scared about what was happening. He knew every time he threw up, he's like, he was just like, he was grateful. So, um, right up until yesterday evening, um, his last release was around 5 PM, which again, is, um, no, no accident, I'm sure. And he turned to me after that release and he's like, I'm hungry. Wow. And he hadn't eaten in 24 hours. I'm like, okay. And then he started talking to his sisters and engaging them in what they were doing. And again, he had been kind of like, kind of comatose to the world. So I'm like, this is it. And also, you know, looking at cycles, like all of this started with the last full moon in July. Mm-hmm. Now we're here at the last new moon in August. I'm like, we are, we are closing. This is done. This is done. This is done. I can feel, I can feel it. Wow. So yeah. Yeah. So, and he is, he's great now. I, he, he's been out and about walking the doggy and what? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So you yeah. feel like all of the symptoms are just totally gone. Well, I mean, yes. I mean, I, I can feel, I, I can feel again, um, gratitude for my own connection to energy because of the practice I do, I can feel that it's gone. You know, I can feel that the, the intense part of this is gone. Um, now what we, we have available to us is tapping at a deeper level into the wisdom of what this came here to teach us. So we don't have to repeat this again, because this was, you know, I mean, he's really trying to show himself for him. The messages that he started receiving at eight were really about um, were really about how can he center himself. He's very sensitive and he's very intense. So how can he care for his energy? Mm-hmm. So at eight, you know, I mean, he's eight. I had to really help him through that and guide him. But he's twelve now, and this is a whole new level of him taking an responsibility for his own energy. moment to moment to moment. So as, as crazy as that may sound for a kid, it's, it's what he's taken on and he's ready for. So, um, again, there are no accidents. Everything happens for a reason. One of the, um, 
one of the practitioners that really helped me at the very beginning when he was eight was Heather Meyer, who's a nurtured heart therapist. And it totally flipped my way of parenting. And it, I happened to see her on Wednesday. And when I was kind of still in the depths of like, oh my God, you know, and how are we going to approach going back to school? He hasn't gone to school yet. It's been three weeks. Wow. Wow. Um, she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so busy. I don't know. And then I go home and I look at my calendar and I was seeing her today as a patient (sighs) and she reached out to me and she's like, you know, why don't I just come early and I can, we can hang out and and kind of powwow. And I'm like, yes. So it was beautiful. She came around nine 15. They, they, you know, we checked in together and then they got this whole action plan together and it just reinforced everything that he already knows he needs to do, you know, in the moment, you know, how to, to connect into his breath, how to, how to reframe how he's thinking about things. So he doesn't get stuck in worry thoughts. And it was just like, it's just magical when, when you surrender to, to that level of faith, you realize how supported you are. Cause if you get, if I were to have gone into fear mindset, it would have closed me off to seeing all the, that was around me available, you know, whether it was the antibiotics or it's, you know, Heather being available, like literally coming to me. I don't even have to go to her. Crazy. Yeah. And this is true for all of us. Wow. So beautiful. And I love how within your story is that framing that around, I think something that is the root of all dis-ease and all discomfort, all, you know, that suffering we bring upon ourselves is in the West, we do so much of pushing down suffering um, and pushing it away and shoving it down and numbing it and covering it up. And we never take the time to really pay attention like you said uh, several times that there's something here to learn. This yeah. is nothing is wasted. And it's right. so beautiful that you're bringing up your children this way. How many, so you have uh, four, four. And so is he the youngest or the oldest? I didn't catch that. Uh, my oldest, I have a daughter who's 14. Okay. And then he's my 12 and I have a daughter who's eight and a daughter who, who was a super duper awesome surprise. She's three and a half. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's wonderful. So everybody else is already in school now. He's got to get on board with that, huh? Yes. Yep. So that's, that's where we're at right now is just aligning with and how that looks. And again, it's like, it just, I, I have so much gratitude to my kids for being such good teachers. I'm like, we can, we can get really creative with how we do this. We could take baby steps and it will be good. Wow. Wow. I know that with mono, it seems like there's a, and pneumonia, both there's a lot of fatigue and usually a lot, a longer healing process for folks who, you know, use traditional Western medicine. I don't know if that, do you expect that to be similar using your sort of combination of modalities, or do you think that he'll have more of a, I mean, my, my anticipation is that, you know, that he'll bounce. I mean, that's, that's what I've said to, I've said to him, I'm like, I know it's deep and it's crazy. And this has been, I'm like, when he finally reaches over a threshold, he's just going to like, he'll be stronger than he's ever been before because of what he let go of that he needed to move. And so you feel that's literally an energy. Do you think it's around anything that he could speak about or is he too young or in adult? He speaks about it. So, yeah, I mean, as a, as a parent, he, he was the one who really gave me great wisdom into seeing that even at eight, he could put words to what he was feeling. Wow. Wow. So it's like, if, I mean, these, these children don't, don't let them fool you just because they're in little bodies. (laughs) (laughs) They're very wise. They know, they know what's going on. It's just, you know, figuring out the right way to connect in so you can draw out the message. 
Wow. And so Melissa, if you were going to have any parting words about how parents who are listening, even kids maybe who are listening, could hear what you have to say and maybe even have some sort of doorway of understanding, because in the West, so much of the way you framed this whole healing for your son um, is completely outside of the realm of possibility for Westerners. We don't think this right. way. You think, give me a pill, send me to the hospital, give me some antibiotics, whatever it is, get it done, get it done. You know, right. and right. you're not really even um, investing any of your own effort. You just lay there and wait, right? So it seems to me that. Do you have any? I wish there was some <laughs> wisdom or some direction, some stepping stone to offer people. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say that the biggest thing, the, the my parting words would be the message. There are no accidents. Everything happens for a reason and everything happens for good. Can you see the good? Can you begin to apply that to everything that's happening in your life? And as for kids and even parents, watch the movie Kung Fu Panda. Yes. <laughs> because there's a wise master, Master Uguay, who says that again and again and again. Mm-hmm. There are no accidents. And he's like, you already said that, Master. That is no accident. And that's, that's <laughs> the message of the whole movie is for, you know, it's faith. It's faith. Yeah. It's the panda to find faith in himself, the master to find faith, you know, in the bigger picture and the wisdom of the universe that, yes, the panda is the, is the one who's going to save us all. And what does that look like? And how does even how he ends up learning looks like accidents. So my, my teacher 10 years ago was when Kung Fu Panda came out uh, and he made us watch it four times at that initial training. <laughs> it's like, if you don't get it, watch it again. Oh my because God. there's so much wisdom that's embedded in that movie, but really the heart of all of it is there everything is happening for a reason. Everything's happening for good. Can you can you tap into the flow of that good that's showing up for you in the right now moment? And it's fun. It's yes. so much more fun when you see it that way rather than you're like, I'm at the effect of this crazy and my kids are sick and I can't do whatever. But it's just it just makes life so much more interesting and crazy (laughs) absolutely one of my biggest um pet peeves is all of the commercials on television ask your doctor about flormucula and and then this big long list of side effects and like everybody should ask their doctor about this list i feel like maybe that would start to annoy the doctors a little if we brought our list of 20 medicines i'm supposed to ask you about this 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 And, they right, don't even right. and I think we get brainwashed into thinking we must have a pill. There is something wrong with us. There's something coming that's wrong. And this can all, you know, be a shift for people if we can start thinking in this way of purpose. Right. And would you repeat, over fear. Yes. Faith over fear. Yeah. Repeat that awesome quote that you said in the beginning that was in the beginning, in front of your manual. That was, I would love oh, to. Oh, yeah, that. yeah. It's at the spiritual perspective, there is no disease or illness that there is only undiscovered purpose mm, so good so good thank you so much you Melissa. are welcome even tell you how wonderful this has been i hope that this helps lots of people to really open their minds around your work and the work that can transform lives that's inside of the kind of healing that you do it's pretty awesome i'll put your information in the show notes so people can find you and um is there any do you have a website do you want to 
pop that I in. Do. Yeah, my website is indiehealingcenter.com. Yay, super duper. Thank you again so much for playing today. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Right. Thank you. Wow, my mind is blown. So much to learn. This whole East meets West medicine, Dr. Melissa Laborski was a pleasure to visit with today. I hope you enjoyed it. So now before we go on our little journey toward deeper gratitude, let's take a moment and take a deep breath in, breathing in gratitude and breathing out gratitude. Inhale, bring to mind one thing that you are grateful for. And breathe it out into the world. One more time, just like that. Breathing in something that you are grateful for, appreciating it deeply. And as you exhale, see it flow out into the world and multiply. Thank you so much for joining me today on Gratitude Sandwich. Please give me a five-star review and subscribe to this podcast. For more, you can head over to my YouTube channel for some free yoga, free meditations, or head to my website, lauribisser.com, where you can download a free meditation to improve your sleep. Inside my shop, there's even more goodness. Check it all out and send me a message. Let me know what you thought of this whole podcast today. Thank you so much for listening.